Stories of the Day. Hashtag SAFM Sunrise. Paul Esterhazen is the CEO of Education Rewards Incentives Program School Days. Joins us now. He's listed a, a number of uh, trends impacting the education sector in 2024. Paul, good morning to you. Uh, should we run through these nice and slowly? Uh, budget cuts, one of the big issues. What are the finances like for the education department in 2024? Yeah, good morning, John. Thank you for calling me on the Sunrise Show. And yeah, diving straight into some of these education trends that we're facing. The budget cuts are real. Uh, when the Auditor General of uh, South Africa flags the fact that the education department has uh, such a high significant uh, wasteful spend across its category and then they cut the budgets Um, admittedly we're not getting all the delivery of the budget into the far-lying areas of this country but the impact of cutting budgets and we all know that impacts on all schools because we can't adequately resource them Um, we've got to put more children into classrooms where Classrooms designed for 25 to 35 children are now carrying 45 to 50 children in a class. Uh, Budget cuts continue to be a reality in our education system. That that leads to fee-paying parents being stressed even more. There's high interest rates, there's a whole host of uh, cost of living crisis, and now we've got to pay even more for schools. Yeah, disturbing trend for us, uh, which is one that's accelerating, where, and this goes out to all your, re, all your listeners uh, on the show this morning about what are we doing? Do we prioritize the payment of school fees? It appears to be that it's not so any longer because in a fee-paying school, um, the, the commitment that parents make when they put their children there mean that we have to pay the fees in mm. order for the school's budget to deliver on what we're wanting. But um, yeah, all too easily other payments, and I get it, we've got a very very stringent economy that's starting to bite and cut deep into the, the wallets and pockets. So are we paying the school fees first or are the other issues coming ahead of that? Um, tough call for parents. What can we all be doing? There's been a move to independent schools for a number of reasons, but they're under pressure now as well. I guess for the same reason, things are just so expensive there. Yeah, and, and with difficulty in the independent school world, typically if I don't pay the school fees, and I, that's my promise to the school that we will pay the fees yeah. to have the child taught there, um, gone are the days when there was a waiting list. If <laughs> I arrive with if I arrive with the cash, John, and I can put my child into the school, yeah. uh, they willingly take me, right, ready, let's pay the fees. Wow. And, and we, we're seeing a shift away from that. And when I say there's no waiting list in the top end in the private schools, uh, in these independent schools, um, that's a reality. They're, they're all scrambling for customers as it were mm. uh, what are online schools obviously it, it, it's cheaper because you can do you, you can handle more scholars or learners i guess but are they being are they being monitored making sure that online schools are legit yeah we're seeing some really strong development in that area and um, uct online for example um, I, i'm not sure of their current numbers but it's close to half a million uh, learners online doing doing schooling online and obviously when you're doing your homework you mustn't just go for oh there's an online school you need to look at the accreditation Mm. and and understand whether they have the capacity to deliver and what's the future road and what is the real cost because you need to also consider how is your child 
capable of doing online schooling where you know peer-to-peer is is often the greatest thing i have when i have that competitive edge and it's it's not real for all but it's a real growing area the sector's growing and developing rapidly is homeschooling part of that it has to be because if i'm if i'm homeschooling my child i need to have a curriculum i need right. to know that i can that i can do that and and online's the way to go covid um unearthed the capacity that actually is there and in mm. in well run homes where you've got the ability to set up the space for a child um, you know learning for me has always been a progressive thing I, I need to go through the stages when i've learned it i can apply it and i can carry it into the next year and so i can become a good student and i can have the discipline um, it doesn't always work and not everyone's a candidate most of us want to be in a classroom, want right. to have a teacher standing and delivering. And, uh, you know, it's a bit like the book world. Um, you, you must wonder to yourself, well, surely everything's gone online. Do I still buy books? Uh, and yet you look at the book industry is thriving. Mm. The printed book um, is growing. Yeah, we need to teach our kids to read. It's one of the biggest concerns we have in this country. All right, let, let's get on to that. The, one of your big headlines, poor education outcomes. We have issues and matric results coming out very, very soon. They'll look fantastic, but the, the, there's the, things are being hidden away almost, I feel. Well, it, it's a, it's a long-going trend, and I feel almost, you know, this morning I unwrapped my, my eldest daughter every year annually comes to me and says, yeah, Dad. It's your diary for next year. It's a moleskin diary. Mm-hmm. It's beautifully wrapped and printed. And I open it up and I say, wow, I feel like I'm holding 365 days in my hand. And in, in the parenting world, um, I'm sending a child into school, into grade one potentially next year. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm looking at the journey and, and I'm thinking ahead, which we don't really do with great insight. But I'm thinking this child now has a 12-year journey to matric. How many of these grade ones that are going in annually are making their way all the way to matric in mm. 12 years' time? Um, the numbers dictate for every 100 learners that get into grade one, only 50 to 60 of them will matriculate. Uh, well, they'll get to the matric year, mm. and only 40 to 50 of them will pass. So of those who write a matric exam, yeah, we're going to hit the 80% again. It, it's what we do. And then we, we, we're quite proud of that, but dig a little bit deeper and say, what are we building in the capacity for this country? Only 14 of those who matriculate actually earn the the qualification, the entrance capacity to go to a, a university. Sure. And of those 14, go six years hence, only six of them come out with an undergraduate degree. So clearly we're not, we're not creating within our education system the capacity to send kids with a good matric which equips them to Mm, thrive in a university so this is a long thing there's been so much rhetoric john over the past year around what we're doing and we've even seen it to the fact that uh, learned professors have come out with the system is in ruins the education system needs a total transformation don't reform it totally transform it how do we take our our primary school years our early childhood development years and get these kids learning and and that's the heartbeat of our school days world what do we do with the 200 school days that every learner should be having next year Um, and and how we how are we going to get a curriculum delivered Mm. another big another big trend that for me is a concerning one is we've got thousands of wonderful teachers who are so good in what they do in this country but how are we attracting top students to be teachers, John? 
Paul, yeah, so let, let's talk about that. We, we've got two things to get through quickly before I need to move on to the Dacha story. Um, the, <laughs> we got we got old teachers. There's a You say there's a looming crisis of aging teachers. Uh, the right. number of teachers over the age of 50, and they are forced to retire early. What, how is that going to affect the education system in 10 years' time? Well, if, if you just see it like a, a wave um, where it's rolling out and these these people are going into their retirement years and then there's a new wave coming in. Mm. And my, my big shout out to this country is, are we attracting top students to get into the teaching profession and have it as a career? And and quite candidly, no. If you go to any of the numbers, it says no. We're not, we don't have a, an in-stream, a coming in-stream of top students who are going to be the teachers for the next decade and two so we've got we've got a challenge to do that um yeah and and you know for me just one thing to if you're out there listening and you're saying well what can i do in the education space i'm saying plan to pay for the school days of your children's lives Mm. that's got to be what we have to be doing and quickly the basic education laws amendment bill how is that going to change education well, whenever we have changes in legislation, there are always the critics who come in and say, what's the what's the hidden agenda? Um, is this, in fact, disempowering the governing bodies and changing the way that schools are allowed to run themselves? And, and, and it all filters back into when you prescribe and you have legislation that you can lean on, and it's going to, in actual fact, weaken some of the capacity that that we have to want to build educated kids who have, whose who socio-emotional realities have to be faced. Um, this bill clearly undermines a whole lot of that. Um, its proponents will argue in favor. Um, ultimately, I believe that leadership has to step in, in a way and transform what's happening in education uh, right from the top and right through into our schools, school communities need to be strengthened by parent involvement. And parent involvement has got to be centered around how do we keep the teachers teaching and how do we equip the school to be able to deliver that. Paul Esterhazen, thank you very much for pointing out those little highlights of what we can expect next year. Paul is the CEO of School Days.